What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official audio podcast of Hate to Pile On. My name is CJ, alongside Jonathan and Kyle. How are you guys doing this evening? Exceptionally well, CJ. Kyle, how are you doing? Uh, couldn't burst. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so you might be, I don't know, if you guys have been following us for, uh, for a while, you know, you would mostly see us on Twitch, but now we are on your airwaves. We are on Spotify. We're going to be a little bit of everywhere, dispersing ourselves out there, dispersing in 2022. We're super excited for this audio podcast. A lot to talk about today, and we're going to, you know, we're going to keep it nice and tight. But um, we're, today, we're going to... We're going to be bringing out our pain for this past season. We're talking about our NFL fandoms. Uh, we'll tell you who or we are fans of if you're new to us, uh, if you're new to Hate to Pile On. We'll talk about three fan bases that we represent. We'll talk a little bit about the Pro Bowls and what we think about the Pro Bowl selections and uh, maybe a little playoffs if we have time to get into that. Washington football team. Uh, I was born in Washington, D.C. Uh, my dad made me a fan of the Washington football team. And my other side of my family is all Baltimore Ravens fans. I feel constantly like I should have uh, changed and uh, went the other direction, but I didn't. And I am a Washington football fan for life. Soon to be commanders slash Red Wolves. We'll see what happens, see which way they decide. Um, who knows? Who knows? Jonathan, uh, tell us about your fandom. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I am a Carolina Panthers fan uh, since birth. Um, I grew up in South Carolina. And I've had some some good times in my fandom. Uh, the highlight is definitely 2003 and 2015, obviously. Uh, but lately, a lot of disappointment, uh, which any reasonable Panther fan should have seen coming because Matt Rule stinks. <laughs> and David Tepper might too. <laughs> Kyle, uh, tell us uh, about your fandom. Hi, my name is Kyle. Um, I'm a Vikings fan. Um I also grew up in South Carolina, but I like um, a guy named Adrian Peterson. Um, I didn't have an NFL team, and I like people pounding the absolute rock. Um, and I like to torture myself. All my teams that I root for never win anything. Um, so when he went there, my favorite color is purple. So I said, this, this is it. I finally have a team. They hate me just as, as much as I do. Um, uh, so I'm a Vikings fan, um, and anything I get into, I obsess about, um, so yeah. Well, you're in a safe, sp safe place here, um, because we're just talking about all of our pain. This world shall know pain. And no one knows pain quite as like us dealing with our franchises. Um, I mean, if you know anything about the Washington football team, um, you know, his like very passionate fan base. Also kind of the fan base could be passionate and not very smart ends. Um, but passion nonetheless, the fan base is dwindling. Bad attendance numbers is very low this year for the team. Hopefully you're turning things around. Um, here's my three-step plan. Get rid of everybody. There we go. Two and three, we'll figure it out later. Um, but it's it's tough. There's a lot of terrible ownership, terrible coaching, and just a lot of mishaps, a lot of missed opportunities for Washington. And it's been a constant thing, and we're just used to abuse. It's like an abusive relationship. And, you know, to say that I'm kind of used to it is, you know, understatement. And I don't want to be used to it. I want to have nice things. I just want to have nice things, but I don't think I'm allowed to have that. Um, but um, it's okay. It's okay. Um, maybe one day. We can always stream and hope about that. 
Well, well, Cesar, it's funny that you mentioned missed opportunities because that's kind of been Ron Rivera's catchphrase for the last six years now, five years, uh, with both the Washington football team and the Carolina Panthers. And it's he kind of left that behind on the Panthers when he went to Washington. So now he's cursed both of our franchises because the Panthers have had their fair share of missed opportunities. Uh all we had to do was lose a meaningless Week 17 game against the Saints two years ago. We would have had the sixth pick, or we would have had the seventh pick. We got the eighth pick instead. <laughs> Our GM flew out to Oregon for their pro day in the middle of the pandemic to see one Justin Herbert. He was going to be the pick at eight. He went seventh overall to the Chargers. Last year, all we had to do was lose a meaningless Week 17 game to your Washington football team. The one time I want you to win a game, you can't do it. You let me down. Yeah, I had to deal with that last night as well. I just needed Washington to win, and they just couldn't do it. Which, this time, I am happy that we didn't win. Um, you know, I was a little nervous because they came out hot, playing really well, better than expected, better than I've seen them play all year. So I'm like, what is this? What are they doing? But you know what? At the end of the day, they made me happy. And, you know, we should be good for a top 10 spot this um, this draft, which I can only be excited about. So some positives there, not all pain. But if you really want to get into pain. So tell me. Kyle, about, you know, Minnesota and how cold it is and, you know, being a Vikings fan. This right here. Now, this is a weird thing. This is the probably the most entertaining season of all time that didn't end in a Super Bowl. Can, I think we anyone who's watched Minnesota play, I allegedly went to a Panthers game this year. Allegedly. I don't know. Um, I think it can be proven. Um, yeah, uh, don't tell my work. I allegedly been there. I was there and I was, uh, I was in, in, engulfed by a bunch of, uh, Panthers fans and they go, rain. no, it was perfect. No rain. Good game. Mm, um, nice. allegedly I, if I was there, um, there's a bunch of Panther fans around me and they, they just, they saw me cheering. They were really nice guys. And they said, how is they saw Sam Donald running all over the field at the end of the game. Like, how is this happening? I was like, oh, y'all, y'all haven't seen a Vikings game this year. This is every game. Every game looks exactly like this. We play to whatever level that we're playing to. Uh, we could have beat the Rams. We could have beat the Ravens. We could have beat the, uh, the, the Bengals. We could have beat the Cardinals badly. Um, uh, what else? Um, name a good team. Oh, we beat the Packers. We beat them. We beat them. Um, and then we go out and mm, piss down our legs. But this has been a crazy year. Daniel Hunter comes back. He's here um, for like four games. Tears his bicep after missing a year. Uh, our nose tackle who opted out last year, who's a big free agent sign. He's actually a monster. He's probably our best defense lineman. Big Pierce. Tore his tricep. He didn't go on IR. He just missed four weeks. They tried to rush him back. He went out. I didn't know he tore his tricep until I was on his Twitter last night, and he said it. He's like, I tore my tricep. This dude, mm. just sick last night. Um, uh, everyone on our team who isn't vaccinated has got COVID. Um, literally, every single one of them have. Uh, no political whatever. They just have to miss games. I don't care. Whatever. Um, uh, and... We're still doing stuff. We have rookies doing things. We got Justin Jefferson being a bananas. Uh, I don't know. This is a crazy season. We lost to the Lions on the last play. Every game goes down to the last play, except for last night. That was pretty bad. Yeah, but it's been crazy. It's been absolutely insane. Yeah, I can understand. I mean, I think one thing that me and Jonathan definitely have in common is not having the quarterback of the future. Well, I guess all three of us, because, I mean, you don't really know what your future is going to be like, one with your head coach and also with uh, the contract uh, of Kirk Cousins. In Washington, we've been having a rotating door at quarterback for years, and we just never had the guy um, that's been there a long time or either fumbled the bag or just, you know, can't get it right. And 
that's the one thing I'm really tired of. Um, you know, am I able to trust Ron Rivera in doing the slow build, methodical build, build around a quarterback and maybe not getting your guy, but finding someone who can be good enough to help you, get, you know, prolong that process? No. You know, do any big free agents really quarterbacks want to sign with Washington? Yes. Not really. Yes. Yes. I feel like you're a destination. Um, I think that there's going to be – I think there is going to be a guy named Derek Carr who's probably going to need a job this year. I – so Derek Carr is high on my quarterback want list this offseason, and I will want that a lot. Your, um, team, your defense shows up and they're not injured, right? Uh, you have weapons everywhere. If you can sign your guard back to a contract, probably you not. Have, yeah, probably not. He's probably gonna be like, "Give me He's twenty gone. million." Um, but you have a you have weapons all over the place. Um, on both sides of the ball, you just need a quarterback to run the show. I should have. You should have got Gardner Minshew. You would have had more wins. You probably would have been fighting for the the in, the NFC what East Championship. At least the wild card. I mean. Who knows what we'd have been like if Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't tear his hip? That guy stinks. That guy looked bad, though. Yeah, because he had a torn hip. He I would look bad, too. He went throw the ball down the field. That's that's what he did on other teams. He didn't care, so he just let it rip. And then he got to yard, and he's like, I don't want to throw it down the field. Yeah, he was out there playing Beyblades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a good sign when Ron Rivera openly says in the press conference with Ryan Fitzpatrick, "Say, hey, yeah, we know this is not a good fit, but we're going to do it anyway. So that was already big mistake number one. And so for me being as optimistic watching football, well, I'm going to just say I'm just being optimistic Washington Red Wolves fan. Um, one more losing season to Ron Rivera is good. That means we're one year closer to having him out of here. And um, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan. I think he's going to do well in trying to establish a culture. It's a tough job what we got going on. It's a lot of scandals, a lot of bullshit happening until, until you know, Daniel Snyder sells this team. It's not going to be – it's just pretty much going to be putting – getting where you want to go. And until we get a new stadium, which is our worst stadium in the NFL – you know, that's also going to be terrible. Just ask Jalen Hurts. The D.C. Defenders. Getting so a new it's stadium. Like, you know, I mean, we might have to play at D.C. United Field, you know, next season. If, you know, you get shit water coming down on fans, you know. A um, lot of different things going on. It's just, you know. And then what's tough is they're trying to, you know, Snyder is trying to get a new stadium. He's been doing that for like five years now. But yet everyone's trying to get him out. But Ron, uh, no, Ron, um, Roger uh, Goodell just has something where he doesn't, he's turning the blind eye for Dan Snyder. So he must have got something on him or whatever. I don't know, but we're going to be dealing with it for a while, apparently. So, um, yeah, it stinks. Um, so, like, what do you see the quarterback situation for you um, in Carolina, Jonathan? Like, um, do you have a quarterback wish list? Which direction would you like to see um, this team, your team, go? I want to see us roll with Sam Darnold next year, and because we have no other choice, we're already locked into paying him twenty million dollars for next season. Um, and let's just commit to the tank. We should have done it two years ago. We should have rolled with Kyle Allen and Will Greer. We did not. We decided to pay Teddy Bridgewater $60 million instead. Uh, that did not end well. It, in fact, ended so poorly that we decided to trade first-round value worth of picks um, for Sam Darnold and then pay him $20 million for next season and, like, I think, like, eight this year. Uh, also has not gone well. Uh, the team's doing so poorly – not selling tickets that David Tepper made Matt Rule re-sign Cam Newton, who Matt Rule hates uh, and has not done a very good job of hiding that, uh, to increase the ticket sales, which worked because as soon as Cam signed, ticket prices basically doubled. Yeah. Um, so I guess they worked from a business standpoint, but from a football standpoint, things are still not going well. 
The offensive line is horrendous. Uh, we missed out on Panay Sewell by one pick again, thanks to beating CJ's Washington football team in a meaningless Week 17 game last year. Uh, knocked us back one pick yet again. So had we lost two Week 17 games in a row the last two years, we would have Justin Fields and Panay Sewell right now, and my outlook would be entirely different. Um, but we didn't. We decided to win those games. Um, and now the franchise is set back for like three more years because of it. Uh, we have one top 100 pick in the draft this year. No second round pick, no third round pick. I think we have picks six and like 105 or 106 right now. Uh, not great for a rebuilding team, which is what the Panthers are. They are rebuilding, no matter what Matt Rule says about retooling or reloading, whatever he wants to say. Uh, this team stinks, and he's one of the biggest reasons why. Um, he, he's burnt salary cap space and draft capital trying to fix the quarterback position and has whiffed on both of those. Um, it's not good. It stinks. We don't have a quarterback we don't have an offensive line our defense shows some promise but it, it yeah it sucks so Kyle for your team going into next uh to this offseason what do you see what direction do you see you going in as in, um, as in what? Because Do you a lot see, of things can happen. There is a lot of things. You guys have a lot of different op, uh, routes, revenues. For, let's start with this. Let's start with this. Does Mike Zimmer stay? No. The, ga- the game is over for him. Uh, he's he is very successful. That The reason they haven't fired him is because um, I think – now I'm saying this. Who am I? I'm Kyle from Hate Pile On. I, I, you know, whatever. Um, but he's done a lot for us. He's respectable, and we have to respect the coach, right? For sure. Um, he brought Mr. Urban. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he 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 brought a lot of Four stuff to us. Rule. Yeah, we he, where is there? We, there's some George deserved George. respect for him. <laughs> um, uh, so I think they're gonna let him play out. It's gonna suck because we're not gonna get the interviews with um, Leftwich and uh, Brian DeBole and name the people that I want uh, Todd Bowles, whatever um, uh, early, but those guys are coaching playoff teams so yeah. Um, yeah. the thing is though, what do you do with the rest of the team? And mm. There's a $10 million cap hit that we're going to take next year with or without, well if we get rid of Kirk Cousins, we're eating $10 million right? Yeah um, So do we trade him? Do we eat more cap to get a better pick? Do we – what do we do? Um, do we keep him and see if he'll extend? Um, uh, Kirk Cousins' best friends on um, Twitter, uh, best friends in real life, uh, tweeted out, extend Kirk for three years for $90 million, fully guaranteed, and then do these X, Y, and Z things. My best case is I um, I am hoping that we can trade Kirk for a first and a third. Kirk and a fifth of the Steelers for a first and a third. Check my Twitter out. It's going bananas. Um, that's the theory that I'm working with. Um, and then Rick is confusing because Rick has some good hits all over the draft. Um, he has some panic trades. I, um, uh, we traded for, uh, a tight end who stinks. We gave a fourth round pick to the, um, to the Jets for Chris Herndon. And that guy is bad at football, just bad at it. Um, but the Panthers traded a fourth-round pick for a cornerback who the Vikings desperately need mm-hmm. uh, um, going into next year. Was um, third. Was it a third? Yeah. That's worth it. Um, going into next year, the Vikings will have three cornerbacks on the roster. Two of them are unplayable. Uh, Harrison Hand, who does not touch the field. Um, if you know who Harrison Hand is, you're a Vikings fan. That's it. Or Matt Rule. Um, or Matt Rule, yeah. Um, and, yeah. And um, uh, Chris Boyd, who probably was on a pace to get 
250 yards thrown on his head um, last night. Um, and Cam Dantzler, who is mm, hot and cold. Um, there's still a lot to look forward to them. Uh, we're going to lose Anthony Barr. Um, uh, we got to cut uh, Dalvin um, Thomason, probably. We're going to probably lose P2, Patrick Peterson. Um, we need a guard. Um, uh, Adam Thielen might not be as quick as he was. He's, he got season in surgery. Um, Dalvin Cook is looking slower and slower every year. Things that he would normally break for a touchdown, he's not getting there. Um, he did have a high angle sprain this year. Maybe that's what it is, but every year he looks slower. Uh, we have a first-round pick, and they hate Mond, it looks like. Do we go with a quarterback? Or do we or or do we get a cornerback? Because we need one. Or do do we get my favorite edge that's not the two top guys, uh Trayvon Walker? Um, what do we do? Um, let me ask you this question. Um, I want you to put your GM hat on. Um so okay, so knowing that you, all right, first question. Rebuild or retool? It's a rebuild, it's tear down. <laughs> so then with that being said, right? Next year is a wash completely, right? So would you get you you're gonna trade uh, Kurt? You got young people on our roster that need to be winners. When you do a rebuild and you go, you know what? Who cares? That's when you lose everyone you picked for the last three years are gone. And right now we have a a top three wide receiver on the roster that we cannot make unhappy. So you can't do what you think you're about to say. I'm I'm one step ahead of you. You can't just say, "Hey, let's have um, Dorky McDorkerson throw the ball to Justin Jefferson so that he gets eight uh, carries or eight catches a game um, for four yards." We can't do that. We need someone to make our team happy. And and well, I mean, I was thinking you can roll with Kellerman. Maybe he might be a guy that the new coach likes. You know, go cheat, maybe draft a guy. Uh, maybe like a second-tier guy as well if you're you're trying to figure out what you're going to do. You know, um, you know, maybe get like a Mariota, a Winston, you know, who's coming off of a knee injury, so he'll give some chance to... Tyler Hundley's a free agent. Yeah, he could be fun, and especially if you get your guy. Let's just say you get Debo. You know, he's obviously has a a record of developing quarterbacks, you know, if you, as you're the GM, do you think that you want, want to keep that experiment of Kellen going for at least one more year, knowing that you're going to make a really big develop, like step here too? So, so I'm hired as the GM, right? Yeah. Let's, let's put myself in there. I'm hired as a GM and I got to figure out what's going on. I keep Kirk. I have to, unless I get a, a first and some more. Um, I don't draft a quarterback this year. If I trade, um, Kurt, so I'm going to, this is what I would do. I'm hiring an offensive mind, right? So my, my two guys that are high on my list are Leftwich and DeBull. Get those two, one of those two in. Um, we need defense in the draft. So we sign, we trade, we get two first round picks. Let's go. Who cares about the trash that's left? Um, we, we go get a quarterback to, to challenge Mond um, for the starting job, challenge um, as uh, air quotes of maybe, you know, is come on Dookie. And we have a year of a bridge quarterback. If we suck, we go get Bryce Young. We go get CJ Stroud. Um, and uh, we load ourselves with picks. We dump people to contenders, Adam Thielen to the Ravens, keep them in purple. You know what I mean? Just get these picks, go get our quarterback. We have two young wide receivers that are very good. Let's 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 do that. That's what I would do. I would trade Kirk, bring in a bridge quarterback that that will either push Mond or beat Mond, and then I know where I'm at. If Mond excels, then I get free picks. If Mond fails, yeah. I, I go get Bryce Young. I go get CJ Stroud. I move on. Yeah, I think that's you know that's a good approach. You know, um, I would do the same thing. Um, Jonathan, let's put your GM hat on then. Um, with what you have here, what are you doing? What's your first step? I mean, I already know if if I ask this question, what you're going to say. But your GM right now, this is your team. Are we retaining? Are we retaining 
Matt Rule? Absolutely not. This dude stinks. Give me literally anyone else. Who? You want to go defense or offense? Your GM. Doesn't matter. Literally no, no, no. Any, anybody else. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. You want Mike Zimmer to come in? I would rather have Urban Meyer than Matt Rule. All right, all right, all right. Now you're all right. He's gonna come and say, "Y'all have not won shit." Yeah, I'm I'm speaking in hatred right now, and that's it's not where I want to be. Let me put my logical thinking cap on. Uh, Matt Rule does stink, but he is not worse than Urban Meyer. At least he doesn't have off-field issues that we know of yet. Um. I like Byron Lefwich. I like Todd Bowles. I like Brian Dabble. Dable. Um, those would probably be my top three choices right now. What about um, Joe Brady? <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, there, was, Eric there was a report recently. Oh, I do like Eric B too. There was a report, I think yesterday, that uh, Rule may have had ulterior motives in firing Joe Brady when he did because he knew he was the most logical interim head coach if we were to fire Matt Rule this season. Didn't the report come out that uh, they had a meeting? He was like, this guy's not running the damn ball. He's got to get him out of here. He's got to run the ball. Yeah, he wanted to run the ball 40 times a game. Uh, with an offense who can't block anybody off his line. Uh, thanks to his handpicked guys on the first day of free agency, Cam Irving and Pat Elfline, who both stink. Uh, we gave them, I think, 20, 16 million guaranteed combined, I think. Uh, like 27 million between the two of them, I want to say. Uh, we could have signed Kevin Zeitler for that money. We could have signed Alex Mack for that money. Uh, either of those would have been better. They're not. They don't want to be your friend. We could have got Zeitler, and guess what? He didn't want to come here. You know what I mean? Like, you think he wanted to go to the? Yes, uh, he went to the Ravens. So yes, he went to where he wanted to go. Uh, so I guess the question is, who do you want to establish your culture? What coach do you right now? If you pick, you can establish your culture that you want. Because obviously, you know, people are not coming because of the reputation of lack of reputation that Matt Rule has. All right, there, there's literal NFL players clowning Matt Rule on Twitter this week uh, because he thinks he's Jay-Z apparently and needs seven years to build a football team, uh, which is not what he said when he took over this team. He said he, used, he sees uh, progress by year two at Temple, at Baylor, uh, at all his previous stops. Uh, this is year two, and we are exactly where we were last year. No, this is progress. That may, we're, actually, I think we're set up worse than we were last year. Yes, progressively getting worse. Correct. Correct. So uh, Matt Rule can go bye-bye. Um, I think Todd Bowles is like the safe choice, but I want to see what Byron Lefwich or Eric B. can do with this offense, because there's definitely we have playmakers. We have DJ Moore, who has back to back to back thousand yard seasons, uh, which doesn't get talked about enough, considering who his quarterbacks have been. Uh, we have Robbie Anderson, who had a thousand yard season last year. Uh, we have Christian McCaffrey, if healthy. We have Chuba Hubbard. We have Amir Abdullah, who thanks for cutting him, Kyle, because he's uh, our best running back this season. Apparently, um, we have Terrace Marshall Jr., who was a second-round draft pick this past draft class and probably would have been a first-round pick if it weren't for a foot injury. Um, we have Shai Smith, who had a 60-yard catch that this past Sunday last week. Uh, we have some intriguing pieces. We definitely need an offensive line, and we need a quarterback. Um, I'm fine with fixing one or the other this offseason, but I need at least one of those fixed. So which pick are you 
spending your money on this offseason? Like, what is, what are you going first? What's first on your list? I'm not a huge fan of the draft class for quarterbacks. So I'm going all in on offensive line this season, this offseason. Uh, we've seen Matt Rule go all defense in his first draft. Um, I wouldn't hate an all offensive line draft class this season. Uh, give me Evan Neal at six. Maybe we can get top five and get him. Um, if Evan Neal's gone, trade back. Icom, baby. Icom. Play Charles anywhere. Icom can play anywhere. I like Icom. Icom's my first lineman off the board. Mm. I like Charles Cross, too. Um, but we need more than just one. We need a left tackle. We need a left guard. We need a center. We need a right guard. You tell me that. You tell me that. What's his face? Um, Christian, whatever, can't play guard. Apparently not. Like he can't play anything. Is what uh, Matt Rule basically has been saying. His arms are too short to play football. Uh, Who's your GM? Scott Fitterer. Yeah, that guy should be fired. This is his first year, right? Yeah. He's from the uh, Bills? Seahawks. He said he's going to be involved in every single trade scenario. He was aggressive. Got you guys like 10 million corners. Yeah, we traded back a lot. Um, They said that recouped the picks from the Sam Darnold trade. Uh, it, It did not. We could have just not traded for Sam Darnold and still made those trade backs. Therefore, did not recoup anything. To recoup, you would have to give up Sam Darnold and get stuff in return, which is not happening. Uh, but, yeah, he had a whole bunch of trades last year. Actually, I like our draft class last year. I just would have drafted Justin Fields over J.C. Horn, uh, and I would have loved to have had Penny Sewell. So I'm a little – I'm not completely out on this draft class or Scott Fitter as a GM. Um, I think he needs at least another year, maybe two. Uh, but Matt Rule stinks, and he can go somewhere and kick rocks. Yeah, that definitely seems to be the big consensus in Charlotte. Um, I think in Washington – you know, obviously, it's the quarterback situation. We need to get it situated. Um, I'm still not the biggest fan of. I just I'm gonna clear anybody who worked for Carolina before. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would rid myself of any affiliation with Carolina. It's just so much. Nepotism is not the right word, or is it? Nepotism is family, right? Mm. But it's just so much like favoritism and with his guys, especially our head trainer. We need to get a fucking head athletic trainer, first and foremost. Because that's been a huge issue in our building, the fact that we have people volunteering to help out you know, with, you know, helping our guys recover and get right. You know, guys who are getting these injuries that are lingering, such as Curtis Samuel since training uh, OTAs with the growing injury and that lingered all the way into the season, which I shouldn't have. So it's just a lot of issues that we, we got going you, on. You don't like having Ryan Vermillion who uh, clears players to play while their muscle is falling off the bone, like uh, a, a nice Memphis barbecue. No, not at all. Um, it stinks. And I just hate this Ron Rivera bias that he has with his guys. And I get it. Like, you know, you want to have a, a friend that's loyal that's going to take you wherever you want to go to help you get a paycheck, but not here, not when your guys can't do your job correctly or at a high level. So first and foremost, I'm cleaning out this staff, everybody gone. Um, a guy that I really like, um, I've been a big Eric B fan from the beginning. I think um, that energy will be amazing. Um, then I want to hire um, – oh, crap. I had the name and it's blanking. Um, if Vic Fangio, if, uh, if he still wants to coach, bring him on as my DC. After he gets uh, – Oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely gone. 
out of Denver. We can talk about that um, next episode. We'll talk about coaches and coaching changes. But, um, you know, I think those two would be great together. Um, I want to see Eric B. I think he has a hard-nosed mentality. I think we'll run the ball well. It would be good development for Antonio Gibson. Um, and then, you know, what quarterback we will get from here. You know, number one guy, Russell Wilson, a little bit expensive. Not 20 million for the next couple of years, but he has a no-trade clause, so that's going to be an issue to try to work around. Derek Carr, a guy, if, you know, if he doesn't get say in who is the coach of the Raiders, maybe they might look to move him. Then if not, then I want Sam Howell or you said Sam Darnold deal. No, Sam Howell deal. Um, or um, a Matt Corral. Um, hopefully, with he's okay. Also, further down my list, a Jameis Winston to take a flyer out him, and uh, a Ty God Taylor because he's just a master class in the. Uh, Quarterback room because whoever he is you know, above the next guy below him just gets elevated, unfortunately. But fortunately for our team, so it's all about uh, Ty God's will, and we do our, everything through him. And uh, I think that's what's going to be the success of our football team and how well we'll do next year because of Ty God Taylor. Who says no? Me. Perfect. No one says no, so it works. Um, so that was, um, some of our painful, if anyone else has anything else they want to get out so, from their, their team. So, uh, you know, our, uh, our podcast is going to come out a little bit later, but I was just informed by some insider writer that the Vikings wanted to edge really bad in the draft. And, okay. um, anyone who knows me on Twitter, I was, I was banging the table, slamming the table. Um, for Jalen Phillips. That was my guy. I love that guy. A lot of people said, oh, guys, thinks he retired from football. Does he care about football? So here's the report, and it makes me sad at the end of the year. The Vikings at 14 tried to trade back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the two pick, uh, if no one wanted to trade, they were going to pick um, uh, Pay or Phillip. That was the pick. They got the trade, and they said, well, mathematically, one of these guys are going to get back to us. And it did happen like that. They wanted pay Phillips or Darisol after trading back. We got Darisol. I'm happy with that pick. It's a great pick. But, oh, my God, I screamed when the Dolphins took uh, Phillips right in front of me. I literally ver- verbally screamed out loud. <laughs> a big F word. Just a little heads up. My takes are pretty good at drafting. Check me out. Didn't he go 18th? I think we picked 18th. I thought y'all picked 22nd. That was like two years ago. I'm pretty sure Darisol was like 22nd. Mm. Pay was like 20. 26, uh, maybe? And then there was a corner that went 21 to the Titans. Uh, who was that? Oh, that was the Virginia <laughs> Tech corner? He's apparently pretty good. Twenty third overall, yeah. Yeah, and Phillips uh, playing pretty well in that. Uh, yeah, Phillips is good. He would have been Dolphins amazing. If, he would have been so good in our offense. I mean, our defense. Holy, holy cow! No, I feel you. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, one more. It was brought to my attention earlier today or yesterday that um, our former wide receiver coach, who used to play for the Panthers, Ricky Prohl. Uh, he was also part of the greatest show on turf with the Rams. Um, he, he was banging the table for a wide receiver in the 2013 NFL draft. Uh, and Dave Gettleman overruled him and took a hog Molly receiver in Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, and the receiver that Ricky Prohl wanted us to draft was a guy named Devontae Adams. So that also saddens me. Oh my gosh. They're the same body type, except for one ate more food. That's crazy. And Kelvin's like three inches taller. Is it, I thought I thought he was like six two. Kelvin was five. That makes sense. Whatever. And like two eighty. Yeah, thick him. 
Dude legit could have played left tackle for us if he could block. Uh, he was legit left tackle size when he showed up to training camp his last year before he got traded to the Bills. Um, but, yeah, that depressed me even more than I already was. Yeah, you can just say, uh, so much pain. So much pain. So much pain that we do endure. Um, that's enough of pain for this episode. We'll get back into some more painful things that we experience constantly as a Washington football team, Washington Red Wolves, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Carolina Panthers fan. Let's talk about some Pro Bowl. Let's talk about some people who are supposed to be the best in the league, but are they all deserving? So um, for the 2022 NFC Pro Bowl roster here, we got our quarterbacks of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Colin Murray, running backs, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Alvin Kamara, wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Je- Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, uh, tight ends, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, uh, offensive tackle, uh, Trent Williams, Tristan Wirfs, Tyron Smith, guard, Zach Martin, Brandon Sheriff, Ali Marpet, uh, center, Jason Kelsey, Ryan Jensen, fullback, uh, the juice check, Kyle juice check. If on the defensive side of the ball, we got Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Cameron Jordan, interior lineman, Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Kenny Clark, outside linebackers. We got Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, Shaquille Barrett, uh, inside backers. We got Micah Parsons, Bobby Wagner corners. We got Trayvon Diggs, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Slay, Marshawn Lattimore, free safety, Quandry Diggs, uh, Buda Baker, strong safety, Harrison Smith, and um, long snapper Josh Harris from Falcons, Brian Angler from the Cowboys, Matt Gay, place kicker from the Rams, specialist Jakeem Garrett, um, and then uh, special teamer JT Gray from the Saints. Um, so on the NFC side, there's some guys who definitely deserve it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is having a great year. Colin Murray has been having a good year. Tom Brady. Um, is there a quarterback that we can slide or what you would slide for the NFC side? Or do you think this is pretty good? Um, if Kirk Cousins wins the five uh, game-winning drives that he has, he definitely win, should win it. His numbers are really good in a very bad offensive line. I don't like Kirk Cousins, and he literally had five game winners that got took him, taken from him. Yeah. He has had some uh, some tough heartbreaks. No, yeah, they, other, got it right. they did get it right. For quarterbacks. All right, let's go down to running backs here. We got Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Alvin Kamara. James Conner's been a touchdown machine. Alvin, uh, this one, I don't know. Like we could have shuffled. Uh, Dalvin K- Cook missed so many games, and I'm a that's, yeah. That's what I was like. I was trying to think of how many, how many, because he, he wouldn't. He, he ran for like two something. That's probably like locked it in. Yeah. I mean, I think James Cook is a is a good one because of the fact that he's had a good season based off his actual numbers. Alvin Kamara, I don't know. I know he's played well, but I, I feel like he's missed a lot of games, too. He's the whole offense. I'm not going to talk trash about that pick. He only missed, like, two games. Yeah, he's the whole offense. Uh, yeah, they, that's a team that needs to figure out the quarterback yep. situation. Carson Strong, baby. Um, Going to wide receiver, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel. I think this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's um, – yep. Kyle Pitts, George Kettle, no complaints here. Big Pitts guys over here. Smelly Pitts. Trent Williams, one of my favorite players. Tristan Wurst, Tyron Smith, the tackle. I do have problems with this. I have big problems with this. There is no reason. There's two big things that I'm going to complain about. One, edge rusher needs a fucking title. Don't call these guys outside linebackers when – they just rush the passer. That's all they do. It's dumb. Now, should they have their own division, their own category? Yes. 
that means that any outside linebacker who plays the linebacker position is never getting in. And two, the reason I brought this up, right tackles need their own spot. There's not a better right tackle to me than Brian O'Neill. The guy gave up no sacks, barely any pressures. He's a freak. He hasn't, and and they just he's always going to get overlooked because people don't know who he is because he's in Minnesota. Um, and he's a right tackle. It's ridiculous. There needs to be some right tackle love. It's ridiculous. Tristan Wirfs is a right tackle. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But still, the people know Tristan Wirfs because he he was a rookie and they talked about him twenty eight times. And the Bucks are always on TV. There should be four it's tackle spots. Lane Johnson makes Pro Bowls like every other year. He's a right tackle. Eagles a huge fan base compared to the Minnesota Vikings, so the fan voting is going to be way better. You can't tell me that Brian O'Neill isn't good. He doesn't uh, deserve a Pro Bowl. The guy hasn't given up a sack. All right, so your problem isn't with the Pro Bowl. It's with the Vikings fans not being good. There, you said it. Not me. He said it. Kyle he said, said it. the Vikings fans stink. And Eagles fans are way better. You and he said he's it. this close to becoming an Eagles fan. He said, you know Vince Papali? That's my guy. All right, moving along. So offensive guards, this is what I have a problem with. Um, so we got Zach Martin, Brendan Sheriff, and Ali Marpet. Um, yeah. Brendan Sheriff doesn't belong on this list. Let's be real. Correct. He and I'm a Washington fan. This man <laughs> has regressed. Um, he he was solid this year. wasn't his best year. He missed games with injuries. Um, but, you know, this is the popularity contest of the Pro Bowl. And, you know, it's just going to drive up his price um, now being five consecutive Pro Bowls. So it's kind of a thing. Good for him. Like, I'm glad he'll go get his money. It just won't be in Washington or better not be in Washington, I should say. Um, but I just don't think uh, Brandon Sheriff should have been the guy here. But, I mean, it is what it is. We can't think of anybody else. So, Centers, uh, we got Jason Kels and Ryan Jensen. Yeah. Um, Pretty good there. Then juice check. I mean, he's pretty much like the only fullback really in NFL now. Um, CJ Ham, but he had a down year, so let's move on. Uh, defensive side of the ball, we got Bosa, we got Burns, we got Jordan. How do we like those picks? Yeah, move along. Um, Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Kenny Clark, big yeah, fan of Jonathan Allen. Great season, well deserved. Uh, uh, I hope y'all trade one of those guys that can't be fighting. But y'all need they, the one person who made who did not make this list. Akeem Hicks is the most underrated player in the NFL. He's a nose tackle. The nose tackles get no love. Uh, but Jonathan Allen's going to love Las Vegas. You mean Deron Payne is going to love no, no. Las Vegas? Ooh. I said what I said. Yeah, you said it wrong. All right, so then uh, to the outside backers we go, or edges. Let's just call it what it is. Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, Shaquille Barrett. Robert Quinn is having a hell of a season. Yes, this sir. Well Ranking working. for the eight four three. Um, he just flew by Christian Darisol. Just flew by him. Wasn't close. Uh, let's see. Middle backers, Parsons and Wagner. Parsons shouldn't be on this list, but I'm okay with that. No, he should be like a, a flex, a defensive. They, they should make a role for him because that's not he, like yes, yeah. he played it, but come on now. He played it for like three games and then has been at an edge for most of the rest of this season. They're going to have to do something once his contract comes up. If he keeps progressing like this, they're going to have to make a whole new role for him. They're going to keep going to get fucked financially. You don't want to oh, get yeah, fucked this, Yeah, because he's going to get he, – they better pay him edge money. That's all you can do. Yeah. Um, Trayvon Diggs, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Slay, Marshawn Lattimore. How do you yep. feel about these corners? Yep. Mm, AJ Terrell over. Oh yeah, AJ Terrell definitely belongs in here. Over Diggs, over Slay, Lattimore. He's, than, he's actually better than Diggs, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Diggs has all the picks, but he's also given up a thousand yards of coverage. This all the yards per PF. But that's like Ben don't break defense. Give all the yards you want, but if you take that interception, is more important than anything else. Yeah, but he's also given up like ten touchdowns. Which, I mean, 13 picks is still more than 10 touchdowns, but he he's very boomer bust. A.J. Terrell's just been, like, shut down. Yeah, they don't even throw to that, man. Anyways. Yeah. You got them bow leg defense. Um, Quandra Diggs, free safety is the only one here. Um, Buda Baker, Harrison Smith, your boy. 
cool. Hinton Smith is overrated. Um, right here. Thank you. He finally. He's had a down year. He had a down year, and I love Harrison Smith. This was a bad year. Bad year for him. Could be our defense stinks, but anyways. To the AFC we go. We got Justin Hold Herbert. Hold out. What's up? Jordan Berry is a better punter. That guy is is punting the nuttiest punts I've ever seen in my damn life. And and no one. Why is J- 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 whatever it is Grant? Um, Jakeem Grant. Jakeem yeah. Grant is nice. Uh, we had a rookie run back two right away. Two kickoff returns right away. Jakeem Grant is also run back two. And then nice. I don't know who JT Gray is, but Dan Chiena is the best punt gunner. He's the best special teamer in the damn league. Obviously not. You said you hate Vikings fans. Um, we already established that. Um, I don't even know what team. I just assume he plays for the Vikings. The, I have no idea. Dan Chizena. Chizena. But uh, don't worry. The cheese man will be long snapper, uh, Pro Bowl caliber in about two years. You heard it here first. Today, you'll see we go. We got Justin Herbert, um, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm okay with the first two names. The last name, as we know, I have a beef with Lamar Jackson. Definitely a down year for him this year. Um, not ideal for him to have a down year this year. But, you know, COVID and injuries have kind of put a damper in him uh, this season. Um, for AFC, I would have, honestly, I would put Derek Carr here. Um, a guy named Josh Allen is not bad either. Josh Allen's pretty good. Um, yeah, those two names I would put over Lamar Jackson. But again, this is a popularity contest, so that's kind of how this thing goes. Um, running back, a little interesting. Jonathan Taylor, for sure. Nick Chubb, oh yeah. Joe Mixon. Joe, Joe Mixon is having a dominant year. I don't care what anyone says. Vikings fans rushing in like 300 yards receiving. Uh, jo- uh, Vikings fans are s- slowly turning into uh, honorary Bengals fans because, yeah, that's the team that we want to be. Anyways, um, so I've been watching leading a lot of... Yeah, because they drafted a better uh, receiver from LSU than you did? No. Did. Anyways, all right. Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen are your wide receivers for the AFC side. Yep. <clears throat> Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. Yep. Um, Rayshon Slater, Orlando Brown, Deion Dawkins are your tackles. Yep, could have been a Panther, Rayshon Slater. Uh, Instead, we got two games of J.C. Horn, who is good. He was my number one corner, but uh, corner wasn't uh, – it was a pretty big need at the time, but not after all the other moves we made. It was much easier to trade for a corner, apparently, than to trade for a left tackle, so we should have just drafted Rayshon Slater and uh, then traded for Stephon Gilmore and C.J. Henderson. Or Rayshon Russell Coombe. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be paid in Bitcoin again. And apparently nobody wants to pay him in Bitcoin. So, except for you, yes. He's going to sit on the bench. Um, Quentin Nelson, Joel ben- Bentinio, uh, and White Teller, both guards for the Browns. Why they have such a dominant offense, run offense. Correct. Uh, we got Corey, Corey Lindsley and Ryan Kelly at your center position. Patrick Ricard. For the Ravens at fullback. He also plays defensive tackle, fun fact. Any gripes here on the offensive line for an AFC? No. Um, all right. So defensive end, we got Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, Trey Henderson, uh, Hendrickson. Uh, I, I like Max Crosby a lot. Great motor. Miles Garrett is just a beast. That guy, I wasn't a big fan of him in the money-wise, but then I watched him play this year. Holy cow. Worth every penny. And then mm-hmm. imagine the Bengals go even harder on getting that defensive side of the ball squared away. Holy moly. 
Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, interior lineman, DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward. Yeah. Find me. TJ Watt, Joey Bosa, Matt Judon. You said that kind of funny. Um, Matt Judon is not the starter, and that's kind of upsetting to me. I don't know why. Matt, Matt Judon is very good. Yeah, TJ Watt, the defensive lineman. Is, uh, I'm uh, backer. Yeah. Anyways. Darius Leonard, Denzel Perryman. How you feel about uh, that? I wish we'd have signed Perryman this offseason. Uh, we did sign Denzel Perryman. <laughs> Fun friend. <laughs> and then traded him for a like, six-round pick with no escalations out. on it. Like We yeah, didn't um, get any playing time incentives, no uh, statistic incentives, just six-round pick. Here you go. The 5'9 monster out there running around. Yeah, that's all he does is play the run. Uh but he's very good at it. Yeah. Now that Raiders team got a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, I think they are in the final spot, I think, right now. Huh? Uh, the Raiders in the no. final playoff uh, car spot? So, uh, I forgot the little statistic. Um, if the Jags beat the Colts, right? Yes. What will happen is that the Raiders and the Dolphins – would have to tie, and then they both get in. The Raiders, as it stands right now, are in. Are they? They're the eighth seed. Eighth or seventh? They're seventh seed. So they're one game out. Who's the seventh? The Chargers. Chargers. Do they play each other this week? No. I think so. They do. Oh, then yeah. it might be the Chargers. The Chargers and the Raiders ha- would need could need out for 15 minutes every quarter. They both get in the playoffs and lock. Yeah, if if the Colts lose, yeah, yeah, they can just kneel it out, and they're both in. Hmm. Let's go, Jags. Time for T Law to have the greatest game of his life. Well, the greatest game of his uh, professional life. He needs it. He does. He's been in a very bad situation this year. Aren't we all? All right, so we got cornerbacks J.C. Jackson from the Patriots, Xavion Howard, Denzel Ward, Kenny Moore, the second, Kevin Bird for the Tennessee Titans, free safety. Yeah. Derwin James, strong safety, Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Derwin James is a man. I mean, his being him was hurt previous year. It's definitely a big detriment for the Chargers. And right now they're in the playoffs, and hopefully they can keep it that way. Um, you got Luke Rhodes, not related to that Rhodes, um, for the Indianapolis Colts long snapper. Um, AJ Cole is your puncher. Justin Tuck, of course, is your place kicker. Devin Duvernay is your returner. And Matthew Slater is your special team. I feel like this is like Slater, Tucker is just like lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ravens, of course, have, you know, a phenomenal special teams, of course, as their head coach was a special teams coordinator before he took the head coaching job. Um, yeah, I don't have any issues with this. Justin Tucker with the uh, new league record, a 66-yard field goal this year, which was pretty phenomenal um, to break the hearts of Detroit Lions fans, um, delaying them to get their first victory a little bit longer. Beat us, too, on a field goal to win a game, too. Sick mother... Yeah, I mean, it's just a luxury to just have Justin Tucker. Like, all you need to do is just get to the 50, get to the 40, you know, and she'd be okay. The most accurate kicker in NFL history. Um, He's a stud. Any guys that you – I mean, obviously, A.J. Terrell is one of the biggest names I think we can see. We can say that should be on here. Um, any other names we can think of? That shit, that got snubbed. Mm. All right. I think that's all I can think of right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, solid. Um, I don't They They should be able to, like, share Pro Bowl nods. Like, instead of it being Nick Chubb, it should just be Browns running backs. Because <laughs> Dearness Johnson and Kareem Hunt have also balled out this year. Especially when Chubb was out, DeAndre Johnson was eating. No, for sure. I mean, that definitely is a nod to the offensive line, too. And that 
coach, Kevin Stefanski, the running back, the coach. one that got away. If you ask Kyle, Kyle, don't worry, I know that feel. That's uh, Sean McDermott for Panthers fans, <laughs> and Brandon Bean. The Bills are literally what the Panthers should have been. <sighs> That's tough. I know how it feels too. Name a coach, Kyle Shanahan. Name a coach, Matt Lafleur. Name a coach, Sean McVay. Maybe if y'all didn't uh, molest women over there, they would stay. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I just, you know, I don't know. I, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say about that. Uh, the only thing he has to say about that is that uh, Deshaun Watson's at the top of his quarterback wish list for the offseason. That's uh, that might be Snyder's guy. Um, that's your guy. We were just talking about this earlier. You said was, that's who you want. I didn't say that. Um, you guys were trying to put that on me, unwanted. Something that your boy from Clemson uh, does does quite often. Um, but it's cool. No, it's cool. Um, Jeff Bezos for ownership. Clean this thing out. You know, coolest stadium in the league. You're going to get Amazon uh, delivered drinks and snacks to your seat. You don't even have to go concession stands. It's going to be your thing. Dro- you know, you got droids and uh, drones throughout the stadium. It's going to be high tech, one of a kind, sports betting, all that thing you wanted. 2028. Just bet on it. What if they just build a stadium on top of the MGM? I don't think that could work, but if they did it in that area, sure. No, right on top. Yeah, you know, right by that, that new casino? Yeah. Yeah, the MGM. Have you been in there? Yeah. Yeah. In one of the hallways, there's this tube that looks like it goes like 100,000 feet underground, and it's really cool. Yeah. It, that's, it's scary. kind of scary. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was looking like, at nothing. I was outside playing cornhole and stuff because I was with the young person who couldn't go in, and I don't gamble. Is that so. euphemism? No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Sounds like euphemism. I wish I could play cornhole. We had uh, sushi Ritos over there. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Which one was that? That was like 2018. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm down. I don't. I don't remember when I went. It was like go right back. when it opened. You trying to go back? We can run it back. But it had Kyle, in 2018. You can go too. No thanks. Oh, maybe in a couple weeks. Fill your nose with. I got a spot we can stay at. I got a spot too. I can stay I'm at. Trying to, I'm trying to stay at the MGM, dog. I'm trying My to stay in there. Five minutes away. My spot is like twenty minutes away. I'm gonna stay in the hotel. I, I, I can got. walk there. I can walk there too. It might take you longer. <laughs> I'm staying in the hotel. I'm sorry about it. We don't all got big money like you, Kyle. When you're the GM of the Vikings, they just pay you. It's crazy. It is crazy. It apparently, don't pay nobody in Washington, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's wrap this episode up. First episode audio podcast of Hate to Pile On. If you guys liked what you heard, be sure to you know subscribe to this podcast, follow it, download it, uh, give us a review, five star review, and everything like that. Um, and fellas, I want you to give uh, your socials away so people can follow you and uh, see what you guys are doing. So. I am right. I am a DXGGER underscore on Twitter. Uh, pay attention. If you're like the mock drafts, I'm going to start putting out a ton. Um, I am more enjoyable in the off season, So I'm going to put a whole bunch of stuff out, um, and I'm going to start making some content for you guys. So if you're in it, make sure you check it out. Uh, yeah, definitely check out Kyle. I am uh, at... John, J-O-N underscore E underscore football, John E football uh, on Twitter. Um, And make sure you follow us at hate to pile on as well on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram uh, and YouTube and TikTok and TikTok. I knew I was forgetting one. Hey, we be ticking and we be talking. You know what I'm saying? Facts. We're everywhere. Dipping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you can follow me at CJT Creations on IG. You can follow me at Clobbering Clown on Twitter. Um, and that's it. Don't follow me nowhere else. Um, you can follow me to the bathroom if you want, but that's kind of weird, but I'm into it. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this first audio podcast. You can also, you know, we do have some stuff on Twitch, so go on and follow and subscribe to us on Twitch. 
and uh, we'll give you some more awesome content. You may be able to see our beautiful faces there. Um, it's up to you if you're into that thing. If you just want to, you know, hear our audio and our uh, delicious voices. Yo, yo, yo. You can do that too. Uh, but just make sure you guys are supporting us. Um, next week, I think we will be doing, talking about some coaches. We're talking about some coaching situations. Hopefully by then we should start seeing some more job openings and we can kind of play fantasy GM because, you know, we're into fantasy things around here. Speaking of fantasy, we might do a, a fantasy recap on our fantasy league. This was the inaugural hate to pile on uh, fantasy football league this year. Uh, and two of us made the playoffs and uh, one of us did not. One of us was not even close. <laughs> but there's always next year and we'll give you guys a full breakdown of hey, the storylines hey, that happened all hey, season hey, long. Hey, guys, there's a little secret I'm going to let y'all know. Our league was paid, right? I got paid more people for players than I did to get in the league. No, so we that won. didn't happen. It's not a thing. <laughs> it didn't it, happen. It did happen. It didn't and happen. And the person it's not allowed I allowed to happen. Hey, guess so what? It didn't I, happen. The money's didn't already happen. in my bank account, and the players already on the other team, and the league's open. And guess what? I don't think the guy I sold the player to. Made the playoffs. I don't think he made the playoffs. So Christian, I if, if you're listening, Kyle's just saying this to get to you. Tucker, if you're listening. <laughs> Christian and Tucker. He's just trolling. I think I think my all right, this is the last thing. <laughs> I just think the, the amount of trolling that happened in this fantasy football league was hilarious and awesome. But I think because a lot of well, there's a few people that just didn't really know how much we trolled because we were all we all went to high school together except, except for Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like we kind of have that chemistry. So kind of being thrown into that is probably a little confusing and not knowing what's going on. Uh, you know, but it's cool. We'll talk about that. We'll break down that and coaches stuff next time around. But uh, thank you guys for listening to the first episode of the audio podcast of Hate to Pylon. Uh, wait a minute, I think I got something special for you guys. It's time to go! What did he say? It's time, 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 time! Yes, sir. It is time to go, guys. See ya.